0: Ya, yeah, ya, yeah, ya, yeah. estamos yeah. bien. Ya, yeah. solo en los pintados. Sí, yeah. yeah. no hay nada mal, estamos bien, tá todo bien. Ay, hey. todos los míos también estamos bien. Ay, hey. no te preocupes, estamos bien. Ay, hey. solo en los pintados. Bienvenidos
1: a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela-Perez. And I'm Vero flores And we are two Latinx friends. With wildly different music
2: tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we've
1: got a summer mixtape episode for you.
2: We have, we're making you a summer little mixtape because we are taking a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Shout out breaks. This is going to be our first one ever. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. But we didn't want to leave you without some music, so we're making you a little mixtape with these songs, and we're going to add just a little bit of our other summer faves on a playlist for you.
1: So what's your first summer mixtape pick? Oh.
2: So I actually had a really hard time mm. deciding between this song and another song. I was really stuck between this and Tebote, which is and this is what we're listening to is Estamos Bien by Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. and Tebote is by Osuna featuring like literally everybody, everybody. including Bad Bunny, yeah. which is why I <laughs> felt like I couldn't bring them both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tebote is so good. Um, so good. It's so good. I mean, like to be clear, I feel like Tebote is like the song of the summer, along with I Like like it by mm-hmm. um, Cardi B, but I feel like basically like if you live anywhere with Latinx people around you, I feel like you've heard that what they coming out of apartment windows, you've heard that what they coming out of cars, you've heard that what they like the block party, like whatever. It's just like mm-hmm. out there. It's this. It's the jam. I feel like it's coming out of everybody's speakers these days, and it's such such a good one. But the reason that I decided to bring this one is because all of you all probably know what they already it's amazing, put it on if you don't I doubt that you don't but you know um, this one I feel like is just like such a fucking mood for me right now, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like summer, ya estamos bien mm-hmm. and it's like sonically just like the mood
0: Como un simbiota, say. Pero tener no es malo, así que estamos bien, estamos bien. Ey. Todos los mío está bien, estamos bien. Ey. No te preocupes, estamos bien.
2: think of a summer jam this is a summer jam i just mm-hmm. love Estamos bien, y eso que soy un grosero. like i don't give a fuck i'm doing whatever i want like <laughs> you know me levante like feliz. excess
1: Access. yeah
2: yeah it's like we're all good you know like Estamos bien, todos los míos están bien. it's just like it's just like a feel-good song and yeah. i feel like it's really easy to feel good in the summer and the video is just like him having fun with his friends and like he's like painting his nails in the video which I really love Hmm. um I don't know I feel like there's something about the way that Bad Bunny does masculinity that I feel like is just an inspiration
1: to me oh yeah you think he's bending it in different ways besides the nail painting well
2: I mean in some ways he's not but in some ways I think he really is like I feel like before Bad Bunny was like Bad Bunny like, I feel like what brought him all a lot of internet notoriety was the fact that he wore shorts that were above the knee. They were, like, the shorts that broke the fucking Latino wow. internet. Like, really? people were, like, yeah. holy, yes. It was, like, a fucking escándalo that he was wow. wearing these shorts. Because, you know, it's not, like, the look for a Latino hip-hop artist right. or a trap artist or whatever. But
1: Meanwhile, like, frat boys everywhere are wearing, like, short khaki shorts. At least that used to be the thing. I don't know.
2: Oh, God. And like
1: rainbow flip flops and croquis. Yep.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. That Mm -hmm. like makes me want to like hyperventilate of anxiety. (laughs) I once had, I once was invited to a wedding that one of the events of the wedding was, um, Cape Cod Casual was the Ooh. clothing attire and I didn't Ooh. know what that was. So I Googled it and I Google image it and the Google images made me literally have a, have a panic attack. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can go to
1: this way. Yeah, I'm <laughs> surprised that someone in your life would would do that. But
2: anyway, going back to our conejo, I just feel like he like, you know, men are trash, but El Conejo just keeps pleasantly surprising me. Mm-hmm. Like he recently tweeted about like he tried to get a manicure in Spain with like a color. And like they wouldn't let him because he was a man. And what? he was like, he tweeted about it. He's like, this trash manicure place wouldn't let me get nail polish. What year is wow. this? Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Do you think that this is kind of like no less fucks to give because it's too hot in the summer for like giving any fucks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating too much to give any fucks about what you say about me. You know, like that kind of thing. Maybe. (laughs) It's not the vibes that I get from this. Sweaty vibes. No. Maybe that's just how I feel (laughs) right now. I get so sweaty when we have to wear headphones. These, like, big over-ear headphones make me sweat so much. Do you feel that way? Oh, my God. Um.
2: Well, what I definitely do feel is that, you know, because, dear listener, we strive for impeccable sound for you. We do. We... Turn off our AC. Mm-hmm. We turn off a fan, like whatever mm-hmm. cooling device that we have mm-hmm. on. It makes a noise, and our mics pick it up. Yeah. So we always turn it off. So I feel like I'm always hot as fuck when we're right. recording we're in the recording. summer because we I can't have anything yep. on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is how much we love you, and this is why we deserve a fucking break. <laughs> so we're taking one. <laughs>
3: we're taking one.
1: All right, I'm going to bring my next song and then I want to hear what your plans are Beto, for our break time. Yes, excellent. So this is um, Bonita C.E. Si by Donny Caballero featuring Chelito de Castro. Yeah,
3: me siento bendecido de haber conocido una dama igual que tú No guardo en mi corazón así amé, bebé me dijo mi papá, no trates de comprenderlas. A ella solo hay que amarlas, a ella hay que complacerlas Y, eh, bonita así Así me enamoré, así me enamoré. Bonita así Ay, si tú la ves, ay, si tú la ves. Bonita así es. son las rosa y espinas. Bonita así Así yo te amé, así yo te amé. Increída. Se está buscando un sinónimo de maestría. Aquí lo tiene, chelito de Castro. Soy mujer perfecta, ni hombre en la tierra que diga que una lo es. eh. Digo que hay que ser valiente, cuando tengo entrega
1: I'm assuming you have not heard this song before. I hadn't heard it
2: up until like 10 minutes ago when I listened to it. exactly.
1: Yeah, my picks for this episode are totally random and mostly old and things that have just been on this list of songs I've wanted to bring that I felt like had a summer vibe, which I, we've actually, this is our fourth episode where we've had some sort of summerish theme like a thing that we've come back to a couple of times, um, and every time I feel like I've picked different things. Like, oh, this this is like thematically summery because it's talking about like barcos or something. And, but anyway, but this <laughs> this episode I was just like literally what what is on my my rotation that I wanna that I feel like is summery, and and uh, the one yeah. red yeah. is just like things that sound upbeat and like sound happy to me. Reminds me of summer. Mm-hmm. So he Donny Caballero is um, a singer who's Colombiano. He's from Cartagena. A lot of the songs I, can I wanted, tell, I feel yeah, like from the music. you can hear it, yeah, and the accordion, yeah. which we'll get to in a uh-huh. second. Um, but actually, a lot of the songs on my like I want to bring to Rada manea playlist are by Colombianos. I don't know what why that is, or if I just like fell into a Colombian music hole. And um, so, but I made a <laughs> purposeful effort not to bring all Colombian artists to this episode. So this is the one that. Well, there's I a really.
2: Predict. Yeah, there's a really like heavy music industry in Colombia. You yeah, know? that's also real. That's like also real. with reggaeton now, but also yeah. like you know like Shakira comes out of mm. Colombia, Juanes comes out of Colombia, Red. all these like really Red. huge, it's like true. mainstream Latinx artists yeah. come out of Colombia. So the industry's heavy there.
1: Right, and the folks who are on my list were not any of those people, but like still, I think yeah, you're right. There's an industry. Yeah, that, yeah. It they kind of support an industry. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so yeah, this song has accordion in it, which is who Chalito Le Castro is. He's the accordion player in this song. So I think it has like maybe a little bit of a Vallenato inspiration to it. Um, but one of the things I loved researching this was like realizing that Chelito was the accordion player and just noticing that in some traditions of music, particularly in Colombia and other places where there are like big accordion influences, that that person gets like second billing on the song. I just think there's not mm. a lot of not a lot of instrumentalists that get actually like repped, you know? But I I don't know if it's that the accordion is just so difficult to play that it's like rep you know you get recognized as being like this the the song is the two of you. It's not just like the singer. You know what I mean? I don't know if you noticed that on our accordion yeah. episode too. No, That'll, I hadn't. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is fucking hard. Maybe it's like there's like a whole There's a whole thing around accordionists.
1: I think there is. I think there's, like, certain accordionists have their own following and reputation, which you don't really see with, you know, a guitar player or a drummer, like, except for some exceptional people. Mm. Like, I don't think it's it's really standard, so... I don't know. I thought that was interesting to notice that the, that's who this was. Also, I'm like a little bit obsessed with the accordion now. <laughs> um, it's just it's just a thing that came from a yes. accordion episode. I'm just like, I'm just, yes. I'm just really into well, it. Well,
2: I was watching recently. So in 2009, PBS put out this Latin Music USA series, which is a four episode mm. series on latin music that's like sort of born out of the united states Mm -hmm. um which is such an interesting frame yeah um and i highly recommend it if y'all it's like for free on pbs on pbs.com if you have apple tv it's like on the pbs app whatever it's free and it's very interesting and you learn so much um but there was a whole thing on accordions Mm, (laughs) in it like a whole like History of um, you know like the German immigration and like how like the polkas got into the nortenos and and all of that. So it's very cool.
1: Yeah, nice. No, it's on my list of things to to watch for sure. So this song is from twenty fourteen, and yeah, I just it feels like it just has this upbeat, positive sounding. Like I hear the beginning of it, and my heart kind of soars a little bit. Like it's just a mood lifter. It's a
4: mood
2: lifter.
1: Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's very happy and Mm -hmm. shiny and yeah. yeah. And I I didn't listen to the lyrics super closely, but I think it's just about somebody that he is into.
2: Yeah. Well, I, well, the link that you um, included in our outline is a lyric video. Mm -hmm. And so when when I was setting up, I was listening to it and I was like looking at the lyric video and it's like, this dude is talking about like a woman and he wants to like estar a su altura. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, Oh, you want to be, like, at her level, which is a level of consciousness that I I just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like I know, I have known so many straight women in my life that are, like, ambitious in grad school and studying and have the side hustle and have this thing and are just really together and, like, they're dating a dude that, like their biggest accomplishment is their SoundCloud link. I don't know. (laughs) And I was was like, wow, (laughs) like you want to be like, like, yes, Mm. make the effort, bitch. So I was here for it.
1: Okay, nice. I appreciate you pulling that out. Yeah. Did you like the sound of this one? I know. I think the stuff I'm bringing. I did. I
2: feel like I was today. trying to figure out like genre wise, like what, is, what was going on there. And I felt like it started off with a little bit of cumbia, but then the accordion came in, but then mm-hmm. it was like, went into like a little merengue and I was like, you're mm-hmm. just doing it all.
1: Yeah. It's so, really just yeah, like this eclectic mix. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah.
1: So tell me, what are your plans for our, I mean, from the podcast, but I know you're not taking vacation the whole time. What do you what do you have planned for? <laughs> yeah,
2: no, for I have time like, a whole other ass job.
1: Yeah, you do. Um
2: <laughs> <laughs> So do I. So do I, to be clear. Yeah, yeah. But um what I'm doing, what am I gonna be doing? So I'm just gonna be working, I'm gonna be here in New York, I'm gonna be seeing some music. Um there is uh, a, a little trip that we talked about in our summer of viajes, Meneito, where I talked about like a little um, Jersey Shore excursion that's still coming up that's at the end of August um, we're gonna go to like the gay part of the nice. Jersey Shore
1: I predict that there'll be some great like unicorn and bird floats
2: yeah there I mean I we definitely they... already have a pizza float I, yeah so I think that I we like might last add year... to the collection yeah, of I the floats like last year you were at like, <laughs> the
1: cutting edge of floats and now it seems like there's a trend around like large birds <laughs> Large birds and unicorns and things that have, like, rainbows on them, I've noticed. from That you can, like, ride. That you ride in the pool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, where we're
2: going, there's, like, this club that's also, this gay club that's also, like, a pool. So it's, like, a bar. And there's a pool. And you can hang out there all day. And there's no food. So that means that you can order takeout from wherever the fuck will deliver Uh, to the bar. Which is just, like... Kind of amazing. Yeah. I was like, I love New Jersey.
1: <laughs> I did see that you got to the beach the other day. Have you, have you been addressing your beach anxiety by going?
2: I did. It's raining this week, which yeah. like really, um, I mean, in some ways it calms my beach anxiety because if I can't go anyway, I can't go anyway. But like if there was a sunny weekend where I didn't go to the beach and then the next weekend I plan on going and it rains, which is what happened this week, I was upset. But I got to the beach on Friday before it started to rain, and um, it, did, it did help a little bit. I went to the Caracas Arepa Bar um, mm. spot in the, in the Rockaways, mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, it was like, O D the Venezuelans, and I just ate an arepa and hung uh, out at the beach.
1: Um, why don't we go on to your next song, and then I can talk about my... My plan is.
2: My next song is by Mula. I'm very excited to announce a new song called Sirena. really excited that Mula has new music because if you've been a long time listener to this podcast, we love, love, love Mula. I particularly love them so much. Um, and they've been having this like countdown for the last few days where they like post like three days, two days, one day to our wow. new song. And I've been like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the edge it just came seat. out today on the edge of my seat. And today's the first day that the song is available to the general public. And, um, I am just so happy, and I. With, this is really funny because I literally, while we were recording, just got a text from Babelito from our primo podcast, Latino Su Lunch, and is just texting me about the new mula song, um, saying that it's like, you know, there's new balloon and new mula in the same week, which is like so incredible, <laughs> um, and yeah, so it just came out today, and I, I, in general, I really love it. So I think on first listen, it felt like a little bit like it had some more edm interludes that gave me some pause when I first listened. Um, Mm. But then they bring in the Dembo and then they bring me Merengue and I was like, okay, I'm back in. But now (laughs) that I've listened to it like, you know, 80 times since it came out this morning, um, (laughs) I think I'm all in. Okay. I love your All commitment. In.
1: 80 times. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> that might be a slight
1: hyperbole. Maybe. Maybe. But not. Probably close.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, like, they're trying new things that still, like, you know, they're sticking to, like, giving this dreamy quality to Caribbean elements, which is what I really love about them. And then, lastly, like, mm-hmm. Um Yes.
1: We know you love. I we know you Love.
2: love Love a Sirena.
1: Yep, That is so is a mermaid in another life. So anything
2: Sirena related. Yeah, you know I'm an elderly millennial, which means that the uh, Little Mermaid was a very important part. Elderly of my...
1: millennial, are you my age? No, oh, wait, you're. Not, are you what year? How old are you? Are you year older than me? I'm 35. Me? I think okay. I'm at
2: the cutoff, right? I'm 34. I'm 83.
1: I say old millennial. I mean, millennial, some cutoffs are
2: 83. Elderly Sometimes the sounds even more. 80. Elderly millennial.
1: <laughs> I can use my iPhone, but it gives me arthritis. You know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's a poet. Yeah. There's a
1: poet. Um,
2: Um on on Twitter that I follow that said that once and it just really stuck with me. Yep, yep. (laughs) I was like, yes, I'm an elderly millennial. Yeah. Um It's real. That's 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 who I am. Mm -hmm. But anyways, shout out Mula. Um I'm so so glad to see new stuff from them. And I'm I'm always, always wishing for more. Can never get enough. But Mm. Felicitaciones, y'all for the new single.
1: Maybe you hear it here first, because it only have been out for a couple days by the time you hit this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my summer plans, I mentioned this on one other episode, but I want to um, share again that I'm going to be spending um, a little more than three weeks in Guanajuato, Mexico, in August. Hey. And this is, yeah, this trip has been in the works for a year. I think I'm, I shared that last year, last summer, I was listening to Nos Vemos en a Swap Mean, which is a great Spanish language podcast that y'all should listen to Mm -hmm. if you haven't. And I just had this thought of like, I really want to spend like significant time in Latin America. It's been many years since I've spent more than like a week. Um, And I just like wanted to really spend some time, particularly just like, I keep saying living in Spanish. You know, like just, Mm -hmm. there's just a different part of me that comes out in that context, a different part of my brain. And so not about like learning Spanish because I'm fluent, but about just like getting to settle in and getting to spend more time with like that part of my, myself, I think, in my brain. So we'll see. Yeah. And that
2: part of your brain and like, if you're not living in Spanish every day, it's easy to forget things like. Just like
1: disconnect. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure my I will get my speaking will get better, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to learn Spanish. I'm like, no, like that's no, not exactly no, that's not it. What you're doing. No, I'm not going to learn, but I'm going it's to like to keep connect. your bilingualism. Keeping yeah. your bilingualism is like yeah. a
2: practice.
1: Yeah, and and it feels like a connection thing for me too. So, um, it's very sweet. I'm gonna be standing with some, f- staying um near some family friends who I knew who were like in my life when I was very very little, but I have not seen um, since I was like three. So that's also very sweet. That kind of reconnection.
2: That's so exciting. Yeah. That's cute.
1: I know. And then I'm like trying really hard to not work. So we'll see. I'm still figuring out the last bits and pieces of that, but like I don't get paid time off. So it's a big deal, but I also just feel like I need a fucking break. You know, I need to take more than like yeah. a day or a weekend or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I'm taking it. It's hopefully like that a whole real time.
2: struggle. Yeah. It's a real struggle when it's like, you know, your hustles are like, it's not like you have, like, a job that's, like, your paycheck and you get paid no. time off. You, no. you know, it's, like, when it means, like, when you're working, that's when you get money. Yep. To take time off is It's hard.
1: a huge deal. So it's a huge deal. Shout out yeah. to you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's a cost associated with it, but I just decided that it was worth it. And, you know, I have, I have some... I mean, you know, financially I'm fine. Like I have some savings so I can make it work. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited and I'm sure I will have a lot more to share when I get back about the trip. But um, I got one really nice email from someone who knew some stuff about Guanajuato. But if you have any thoughts about things to do or places or if you're in Guanajuato, that would be amazing. Um, I feel very open. I have not made a lot of plans for my time except one friend of mine is coming to visit. Shout out Vanessa. And then I think my mom and my brother Shout out to both of you because you listen are planning on coming for a couple days, also, which should be oh, sweet. Oh cute. Yeah, so yeah. We'll see. I leave in like a week and a half, and there's a lot to get done, but I'm very excited.
2: <laughs> All right, let's get to it. <laughs> yep, <laughs>
1: seriously. Um, okay, so my next song is called Como Lo, ha- lo Hacía Yo, and it's by Nikki Jam E Ken Y.
0: Si tú bien sabes que ahí no hay amor Es imposible que me olvidaste olvidaste. Y que ya nuestro tiempo terminó Dime si cuando
4: despiertas en su cama
1: so this is another one that again has been on my list for a while and just when i was listening through i felt like it had this like upbeat sound that i'm connecting with verano and summer in this moment but you listen to lyrics it's actually about heartbreak <laughs> and it's actually like does he do it the way i did it basically so it's actually kind of sad but that's kind of made me think metaphorically about summer because i think there's a lot of like you look forward to the summer and it's like summer's gonna be great and it's gonna be amazing be so happy and all these like selfies on the beach and then the reality is that like life happens in the summer too and so shit happens and heartbreaks and bad stuff and it's not actually this like idealized version of the future that we i think invest in especially i think when i was in school and the summer really meant something different, there was this feeling of like, oh, everything's going to change this summer. It's going to get so much better and I'll come back to school and I'll be so different. And like, that's, you know, instead life just went on. But um, I also really love um, Rick Kimmy Ken And I was trying to find, I don't think we brought them, which is really surprising to me because there's a bunch of songs that I like of theirs. It's possible we did and I just couldn't find it when I was searching. Um, But they're a reggaeton duo from PR, um, and they've, they've been going for a long time and played like a pretty, pretty big role I think in helping reggaeton sort of reach outside of Puerto Rico um, but they split up in 2013 I think this song with Nicky Jam happened sometime in like between 2014 and 2016 I couldn't find the actual date mm. so this one just features Ken Y who is the vocalist from the like reggaeton duo um, Rick Kim was more of the like rap kind of person got in that it, duo yeah it. and Nicky Jam obviously is a favorite on this show we bring him all the time um but and Y got back together actually in 2017, so um, I haven't been following them as much, but it's exciting that they're doing their thing again. So we'll see what they have to offer. But yeah, it's just a little, a little song that I like. Yeah, These are all a very... Yeah, summary.
2: Yeah, right. It's a summary. Summary, feelings, breakups. You can be breakups. heartbroken in the summer. You definitely
1: can. You definitely can. It's, it's real.
2: <laughs> Although I feel like this song is like... Is like, what is it? It's like the lyrics are about somebody who's a, a girl who has a boyfriend. It's like, he doesn't do it like me. Mm-hmm. Nikki Jam is just like basically like, come on, girl. You know, you still love me. Meanwhile, yep. homegirl's right. like happy with her next novio, but whatever. Right.
1: But that's this projection, <laughs> I think Nikki Jam has a couple of songs like this where it's like, <laughs> when, totally you're in, when you're in bed with him, are you thinking about me? You know, like that kind of thing, which is just uh, like kind of shady and kind of sad because buddy. like... If she was reach. thinking if she was thinking about you, she'd be in your bed, dude. Like, no. She's probably not thinking about you. <laughs> so.
2: Oh, pobrecito. <laughs> Answer is no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know.
2: Oh my God. One thing that I wanted to ask you that I feel like we haven't talked about on the show
1: yet is if you're watching pose. So I don't know how to watch it because I don't have cable. How can oh, I watch don't it? You I don't have, have do you have a
2: so this is what you need. You need access to a cable login. I feel like you have your mom's okay. cable login. I do have you? that. I do have yeah. that. So if I you do. Have I a, do. Okay. If you have a cable login, you Download just go on FX, FX on okay. the internet, on the World Wide Web, and um, you can watch it. And
1: Okay.
2: I've been watching I've been it, wanting and it's to. so great.
1: Yeah. No, I've heard so many good things about it, and I even did a little bit of like trying to figure that out, and I couldn't, but I'll try again. Because, yeah, it sounds like something I'd be really into. Yes, it's so beautiful.
2: And there's so many, like, great, like, Latinx characters. And if you all don't know, Pose is about, um, it's about, like, early New York City ball culture. It's so weird because when RuPaul's Drag Race started getting really popular, I would hear all of these, like, queer POC terms that I was used to hearing in my circles. And, like, people that were, like, on the internet that appeared to be, like, straight white people were saying, I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, you're watching RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's really, this goes into the history of ball culture and just, like, shows, like, the black and, um, and Latinx creatives that were just, like, really a part of making that into, like, a dance form, into, like, a musical form, into, like, a nightlife scene that mm-hmm. sort of blew up into what it is. And, of course, I say, like, black and Latino as, like, a sort of facile, like you know, African-Americans and Latinx people, because obviously some Latinx people are black. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so you should definitely watch it. Janet Mock is the producer for it. She had her directorial debut on one of the episodes. It's really beautiful. And if you are familiar with ball culture... Um, the first few episodes, because it's like sort of meant for a general audience, do a lot of like explaining, which is like, I'm your mother. And what that means is blah, blah, blah. And it feels like a little extra if you already know what that means. But um, just power through it. And then like once like it gets a chance to explain itself for like a broader audience, like it really, it gets really good.
1: Awesome. Yeah, it's definitely on my list. I don't know what We'll see what I can do in terms of TV watching in Mexico. I might just like oh, yeah. watch, start, finally get into novellas or something. But we'll, <laughs> Yes, I watch you to we'll get see. into a novela I know. I Mexico. really, I want me to, too. <laughs> I really want to, too. All right. What's your next song? So my next
2: song is called Puto Colchón and it's by Cablito.
4: razones para quedarme junto a ti cada día me pregunto que que hago aquí cuando dices que me extrañas son palabras nada más cuando dices que me amas
2: to bring this because a while back now we did a Novela Feels episode which I think we re-aired maybe like when we had a tech glitch a while ago so mm-hmm. maybe people who are like newer listeners you've heard it um, pero like it was from a year and a half ago and I brought Cablito she had this song called Telenovela and um, mm. back then, she had like only like the one song that I could find. And I was wondering, like, que le pasaba? what her deal was, if she was ever going to put more stuff out. And this June, she finally did. She put out an EP called Telenovela, although the song called Telenovela that we brought what? to the Novela Feels episode is not on it. Um, and, oh, in fact, no. she has deleted it from all of her, like, stuff, wow. Which I'm slightly devastated about because I really like that song.
1: Well, um, it's hard to name an EP after a song that is no longer part of it.
2: Well, I don't know if it's obviously not after a song that's no longer part of it. It's just right. the novella in
1: general. Right. Okay. All right. Well, but, I guess better reason to go listen to our Novella Fields episode because <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's
2: where you can hear the mm. song. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I guess it's not part of the vision anymore. No sé. But anyway, I like this new direction. And Mesco they describe this song as like sort of like a Janet-y and I totally mm. feel it and approve. Mm. I just think it's so fun. I'm a sucker for these like analog synths and just want to give a shout out to the be-lipsticked German boys of Kraftwerk for seeding that love in me.
1: <laughs> but
2: it has, like, this, like, this, the synths give it this sort of cool 80s pop feel without feeling super gimmicky or anything. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really like this song. Check out her EP. It's called Telenovela. Um, and, yeah, it's great. And so about her, um, when I think when I brought her, I also didn't know very much about her. It was just, like, I found this song on SoundCloud and, like, couldn't really find much more about her. Um, but um, what I read about her on her like Remezcla write up is that she moved from Ecuador as a teen mm. uh, to the whitest suburbs of Minneapolis. And then she didn't feel like home until, <laughs> until she left for New York and LA. And I was like, uh, girl,
1: I know. I feel were you. you. Neighbors? <laughs>
2: were you neighbors? <laughs> yeah, I was like, where were you? When were you? Like, were right, we neighbors? Right. What's going on here? Right. Yeah. but yeah and she's like talking about how she like didn't feel at home until she was you know finally in like New York or LA and I was like oh yeah I feel you like somewhere where like there's actually more people that share more of a bit of a cultural connection mm-hmm. but um but I've been thinking about like this thing where like Latinx people who like move or are raised in really non-Latino white spaces um mm-hmm. and like that's me, right? Like I as yeah, a teenager me moved too. to, yeah, mm-hmm. moved to like the you know really super fucking white Minneapolis and didn't wasn't living in like a Latino community until I moved back to New York. I moved to New York and like mm-hmm. I get that that can be really painful. Like I get that really quite personally, but it's hard for me when people don't context contextualize it cuz it's literally actually a privilege I feel like, you know, cuz Yeah. I think that when when I think about it like yes it's been painful but like I feel like it's probably my biggest one of my biggest points of privilege is that I learned how to navigate U.S. whiteness and that's like literally dollar signs right like it's like it's such a huge privilege that I you know, like get that there's like a personal pain attached to it, but it's just not the biggest problem. Right. And like, you can talk about it and I encourage you to do so, but like, let's get some perspective y'all. Like, it's like so much harder to like grow up in the hood. It's so much harder. I feel like sometimes like we can get wrapped up in our own problems and I've been there. But are we just, like, right. got to get some perspective?
1: What's interesting is I'm doing all this research right now about the impact of racism on health. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole, like, line of research that shows that one of the things that, because, like, people of color, particularly black and native folks, do, like, have much worse health outcomes, like, across different types of health. Like, it's right. pretty stark. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've been looking at, well, but not everybody. Even across right? class there's, like, it's, and
2: stuff, right? Yeah, across yeah. class,
1: too. Yep. But not everyone. And so the question is, like, what, what is it that keeps some people doing okay, whereas other people get really sick? And so mm-hmm. I've been looking at kind of, like, what are the buffers, essentially? Um, so and one of the lines of research, yeah, one of the lines of research basically points to, like, not assimilating as something that helps you do better. So, like, having a strong ethnic identity, having a strong cultural practice, um, having um, having a strong racial identity, wow. like all of those things are part of what helps you like have better health outcomes. So I hear what you're saying. I think it's like an economic privilege and like you can, maybe you'll do better in school or you'll be able to navigate workplaces with white folks more easily. But is there actually a literal cost to your health? And then that, I mean, it depends on your race within these contexts as well. Right, right. right. Um,
2: and yeah, Well, I think that you don't necessarily wild, right? have to assimilate if you like learn to, I, I don't feel like, you, yeah. you know, I feel like, like, more like, of like those code switching or something. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, I mean, for at least how I grew up, I feel like it was just like my life was different out at school than it was at home. And it was just like I was navigating yeah. two different worlds and like two worlds. Yeah. You know, which I
1: had that to a certain degree, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's super, super interesting. Interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, that like assimilation equals death. You know, like in a different way. <laughs> don't we, do it, y'all. Right? Like that's like right. That's like an old <laughs> slogan from it. like anarchist <laughs> rallies. But like really, like that might actually be true. I don't know. I'm still this piece is still in the works, so um, I'm still kind of working through some of the research. But that's kind of what it points to. Is like people who who assimilate less or who stay connected to their cultural practice, which I do get what you're saying. That like maybe you can. There's a duality there that doesn't have to be like all or nothing, but. I don't know, though. I mean, I think it's there's something that to be said for being isolated even from other people in your cultural group that I think makes it harder to not assimilate.
2: So interesting. I love hearing about this other work that you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can post um, a link in the show notes because I'm doing a series. It's actually called Racism Kills. That's what Mm -hmm. the editor decided to call it, which is real. And like there's lots of ways that racism kills, not just through health problems. It literally kills, like, you know, people literally get murdered, um, by white supremacy. But, um, but yeah, the first piece just came out, um, and it's about self-regulation, which is a set of emotional and cognitive skills that help people basically cope with stress better. So the idea of like, what is, what does it look like to have a set of skills that helps you cope with the stress of racism?
2: Wow. That's really cool. I'm going to read that. Yeah. You should definitely post it. So yeah, I'll link it in the
1: show notes. Yeah. Check it out. It's like, I'm doing much longer form reporting so it takes a lot longer to work on and it's much longer and it's much like uh, more in depth so it's been interesting to kind of mm-hmm. switch from a more fast-paced newsy stuff that i was doing for color lines so that's cool yeah, that's kind of nice check that out yeah i'm nerding out and i'm getting to like avoid the news cycle and just like think marinate you know that that article was in the, in the works for two months so i was just like marinating yeah. on it for a long time yeah awesome um All right. So, my last song for this episode, and like Vero said, there's going to be a a playlist with more um, sort of Verano tracks that we want to offer you while we're gone. So, you can check that out in the show notes as well. But this song is called Desnudas, mi corazon, and it's by Agustin Arguello.
3: Sin razón, sin lógica, este corazón se encontró enamorado clandestinamente de otro corazón que hace mucho dejó de querer y hoy no, no entiendo qué es lo que me pasó Si yo no te buscaba, ¿cómo es que hoy te vine a encontrar? Esta es otra oportunidad para mí Yo no me quería enamorar
1: So this is another just like super upbeat, happy, poppy feel that screams like happiness and summer and sunshine to me. Um, He's an Argentinian singer. Veto. Um, I had a feeling that this would be probably your least favorite of the three. Oh that my I god, picked. I hate it. You like hated it. You're like, you're like, it's giving me a cavity because it's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I figured. I'm I love so it. Glad I it makes I have, you happy, have, though. There's no shame. I have no shame about my poppy, sappy ass heart, and I will listen to it all the time. And I love that you know you you don't have a say. <laughs> you just have yeah. to put up with it. Because I put up with some of your stuff There's stuff that you put out that I'm like, I'm trying not to cover my ears. Um, uh, one thing that made me was listening to this episode, this song, and I thought of, also thought of Babelito. Funny, he got two shout outs on this episode um, because they talk about un abismo de pasión. Oh, that's song. Yeah. Literally, the text that always, he sent me,
2: he's like, caigo un abismo de
1: pasión. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. He says it all the
2: time. He says it all oh, the time. Oh, Babelikis. So, we
1: love you. There you go, Babelito. Um, so this dude, Agustin he's like in his early 30s he's part of a generation of singers where reality tv was like part of how he got his start he was in some group called Dolby, but went solo in 2013 um and he's also an actor and has done a lot of plays and musicals so just like a little mm. bit about him but we don't we haven't had a lot of, a ton of argentine folks on the show um and yeah this is just like a little pop little pop sweet cheesy ass jam that i found and wanted to share
2: yeah. Maybe we should do an episode on on Argentina. I feel we like we could like do some like dive, a deep dive into mm-hmm. tango, mm-hmm. which yep. is actually yep. an Afro-Argentine um, mm-hmm. form that I yep. I learned that from a listener. Shout out mm-hmm. to y'all. Um, yep. And yeah, I'm just very, very interested in that. We could, we, we should do that sometime. We should set it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got to find someone who's an expert in Mm -hmm. Argentine music, for sure. Someone whose people are from there and loves music. Yep. Lots of things to explore. So while we're gone, we're going to post a couple of like rerun episodes for y'all. So some of our favorites that we haven't gotten to rerun in case you aren't um, caught up on everything we've ever run in two years. We have like 70 plus episodes. So every other week, every other Friday, you'll get um, a little encore in in your feed so you can not miss us too much while we're gone. <laughs> but we'll be back um in full force on September 14th with a brand new episode. And I'm sure a lot of stories from our time away and a lot of energy for our podcast.
2: Yeah. And if you are going on any kind of summer road trip or anything, mm-hmm.
1: as Betis just alluded
2: to, we have like a really, really loaded um <laughs> Back we catalog, have. right? So, like, yep. if I'm being heavy, we got you. You can mm-hmm. listen to, like, two years worth of our episodes and cover, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, driving across the country, probably. You probably
1: could. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, if you haven't checked out our little tiendita. Oh, my God. It's been out for yes. about a week. And we are, Um, it's been so fun to just, like, package all the orders and send them to y'all. I'm super excited Um, that folks have been so hype about it and we've gotten it's a ton been of orders so and cute. It's been i can't so wait cute. to see you i love loved getting
2: orders yes i can't yeah, wait to see you wearing them
1: perreo pin like when i see somebody on the metro with a perreo pin then i'll feel like we've made it you know like, <laughs> <laughs> or a team feelings pin <laughs> so yes. um, so yeah if you yes. haven't checked it out yet go check it out we'll put a link in the show notes we've still got um, all the things that we've started the store out, all the things are selling fast, which is super exciting. So if yeah, you're into so something, you should in go ahead your and
2: photos, tag us mm. in your photos of you with your merch. We would love, yeah. love to see you with them. See yes. where you put the stickers, feel free to like mm-hmm. vandalize anything you want with our stickers, you know?
1: Yep. Yep. And if you hear this before noon Eastern on Friday, this comes out, you know, early in the morning usually, or late at night on Thursday, um, you can still join our giveaway. We're giving away a whole bundle of all of the items on Instagram. So go to Riley Mone on Instagram and you can see, but you got to get in there before noon um, to be eligible. But we're going to give away if you're especially, you have to have a US shipping address because, yo know, international shipping is no joke, but um, we will, yeah, you can enter yourself to win one of each of our merch. From the store. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's all really cute. We're really excited about it. And we're so touched by your support. We've loved receiving orders. I like see every time an email comes in. I'm super excited about it. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for your support. We really couldn't do this without you
1: as always all the links to the songs we played to get today and anything else we mentioned is in the show notes on rallymanea.com and um, we will still be posting on social media or Veto, Thank you, Veto, We'll be posting on social media hey. um, during our little vacaciones. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook so that you can still get some of our content while we're away.
2: That's right. And we'll be back in no time. You'll hardly have a yep. chance to miss us.
1: All right, hasta la próxima.
0: Chao.